Welcome to Hashtags and Stilettos with Sakita Holly, the podcast that's like having your own personal publicist in your pocket, sharing business, lifestyle, and PR tips on demand. To live tweet this episode, use the hashtag, Hashtags and Stilettos, make sure you spell it out. And if you have direct feedback from me, you can tweet or Instagram using my handle at Miss Success, that's M-I-S-S Success, to join my upcoming newsletter, text the word hashtag with an S to 444-999 and follow the instructions on your screen. You can also expand the episode description to find more ways to get in touch. Today's episode is going to be all about invoices and making sure you get paid on time. But before I jump into that, I want to thank everyone who came out to my first Hashtags and Stilettos meetup at Harlem Cycle. And I want to thank both Harlem Cycle and Motions Hair for being the perfect partners for that event. Harlem Cycle is Harlem's first spin studio, and it is owned by a black woman named Tamika Rochester. If you're ever in the NYC area, be sure to book a class at harlem-cycle.com and tell them Sakita from Hashtags and Stilettos sent you. And many of you may already be familiar with Motions. I was so excited to partner with them for this event because they have a brand new line of products out and a lot of exciting news that'll be coming out over the next few months. So make sure you're following them on your favorite social media platform. They are at Motions Hair everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now let's get into the topic about invoicing. So recently, I was issuing payment on behalf of a client for a project that we had just completed, and I was reminded that some people could really use a primer on how to submit an error-proof invoice that guarantees that you get paid on time. Now, some of you may be thinking like, okay, this is a very 101-level topic, but the reality is... The way many of us make a living has changed, and we live in a time where there will soon be, probably within the next 10 years, more freelancers or free agents or people with side hustles than permanent nine-to-fivers. So everyone is really winging it and learning things as they go, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I've seen way too many mistakes with invoices to not address this topic and hopefully help a few of you get to the money without any problems. So some of the mistakes that I've seen with invoices include not knowing that you need one in the first place. (laughs) When you're working with small businesses, brands, or PR agencies on projects, um, using social media handles in place of your actual name or information, using nicknames or Uh, middle names. Uh, I've seen invoices with no mailing address or contact information, and the list goes on. What I want to cover on this episode are the questions you should ask a partner or brand before you send an invoice, how should you submit your invoice, what information should be on your invoice, and when is the appropriate time to follow up regarding payment. My hope is that from here on out, you guys will submit flawless invoices that contain all of the information someone needs to give you your money and that you never run into a situation when an invoice gets rejected or payment somehow gets issued 
<laughs> under an alias. And then you have to wait those God awful five to 10 to a million days or longer <laughs> to have it voided and reissued, etc. So first, I'd like to start with the questions. You should ask a partner or brand before you send an invoice. Congratulations. You've just gotten a request from your favorite brand to work with them on a project. Or even better, they greenlit the pitch that you sent them. You verbally committed to working with them, and now you're just waiting for that official written agreement. At this point, you will have already discussed and agreed to compensation, but maybe you didn't have a conversation about when or how you'd be paid. Before the brand provides a written agreement, ask the brand rep if she has a few minutes to discuss the compensation plan or payment schedule. And yes, do not be ashamed of doing this. I don't care if they're paying you $50, $100, $25. Make sure that you are crystal clear on how this will go, when you'll get, when you'll get your money, and their process. So here are some questions you should ask during that conversation. The first one is, who should I make this invoice out to? And this is important because you never want to assume that your invoice should be made out directly to the brand or directly to the brand rep. Ask. With most of my clients, I tend to request that payment gets issued by my firm for reasons I'll explain later. So the bill to section will need to list my firm's name with the client name in parentheses or some other indication of what the project is about. And so it's very important that you know who's even receiving my invoice. That's very important. The next question is, is there a purchase order number associated with this project? In most cases, the answer to this question will likely be no, but if you are working and being paid directly by a large brand or company, they will likely have a purchase order process and a PO number that is aligned with whatever project you're working on. So large companies use purchase orders and purchase orders purchase order numbers to authorize and keep track of transactions. And if you're working with a company that requires a PO number and your invoice doesn't have it, your payment could be delayed or never processed at all. So make sure you ask about the purchase order number just to be on the safe side. The next question is, when can I expect payment to be rendered? I mean, look, this might be the most important question (laughs) for obvious reasons. Like you need to know when you're going to get your money, but it's also important because you have to understand how some brands and businesses work. A lot of companies work on a net 30, net 45, net 60, and even sometimes a net 90 day fee schedule, which means that in each of those cases, your payment won't be processed until those th- until the end of that 30, 45, 60, or 90-day period. And it doesn't matter what the project is. Anything for me beyond a month's time is a very long time to wait for your payment, which is why it's very important to understand how uh, your, your partner, whether it's a vendor, um, a brand that you're working with, how they operate. Most of my clients, as I mentioned earlier, I get them to pay my firm and then I pay out vendors and partners because I can get people their money a lot quicker. Um, Because my clients operate on those longer lead times, I arrange for them to, like I said, pay me. 
um, so that people just don't have to wait. Because I get it. Like, if you're running a small business or you're a freelancer, you're a creative, you're an influencer, it's important that you get your money in a timely fashion. So this is one way that I personally ensure that our partners are taken care of as soon as possible. But not everyone is going to work with you in that way. Not everyone is going to be willing to make this type of adjustment or be flexible. But again, asking the question and having the information will help you decide if this is a project that's worth the wait. Um, If you happen to be relegated to one of those longer pay cycles. The next question is, do you need my W-9 form? W-9 forms allow a business to accurately report the payments that they make to you for tax purposes, but they may not be required all of the time. It depends. But it doesn't hurt to have a W-9 form ready. I I think you can get them online and you literally have to fill out maybe three parts of it. Um, Make sure you leave the date fill blank so that you can write it in when you need it. The next uh, question is, as equally important as when am I going to get paid? It's how does your company issue payment? Do you guys issue payment via check? Are you able to issue a digital payment? Or do you use some other method? You know, just because it's 2016 and we live in this digital era does not mean that most companies have caught up. In fact, many large corporations still issue most of their payments via check. So it's important to ask how this is done to ensure that you are managing your own expectations. A lot of influencers that we work with are used to quick PayPal transactions and will even send their invoice through PayPal, but the reality is you will likely be paid by check, even if it's not your preferred method. Now, you can definitely voice your preference, but be flexible as companies have their own way of doing business. If you're working with a smaller business or individual, they will likely be able to pay you in the manner in which you prefer. Again, just make sure you're asking these questions and doing your due diligence so that you know exactly how things are going to go, how you can expect your payment, etc. The next question is, when should I send my invoice? Now, this is a good question to ask because I have, you know, done projects with people and influencers and bloggers and creatives, and sometimes I find myself asking them to send me an invoice. You don't want your money? Like, come on. Like, I should not have to do that. (laughs) Why you got me asking you for an invoice? I just don't get it. I don't get it. But always ask when you should send it. Um, But again, it truly depends on the project. For most service-based agreements that require like some kind of deposit, obviously you want to send your invoice um, as soon as the agreement is signed and approved. And for content-based partnerships, like if you're doing something that has like a a video or social media component, you can send the invoice as um, when you send the deliverables. Either way, it doesn't hurt to ask because you just never know And you never really want to put your partner in a position, as I just mentioned, where they are asking you to send them an invoice or, you know, it's something that kind of falls through the cracks. Like, help me pay you on time. Like, help whoever your partner is get you your money. Don't make it difficult for them, because if you make it difficult for them, 
you're the one that's going to have difficulty getting paid, period. And then lastly, the last question that's kind of that you should ask at that stage where you guys are talking about the agreement is, who should I send my invoice to? I know this may seem like a no-brainer, like obviously I'm going to send it to the person that I've been communicating with and making the agreement with, but that may not be the case. There could be a special circumstance where you'd send it to that person, but would also need to copy the company's accounts payable person, a procurement person, you know, an agency representative. Um, Ask, 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 ask questions because that you, again, this is all about getting you to your coin. So the next thing I'd like to cover is how should I submit my invoice? This is another one of those it depends questions. But for me personally, what I prefer and as a rule of thumb, it's great to send it as an attachment to the email that either your, your signed agreement is on or just email in general. And I know that many people are using PayPal's send invoice feature and other software tools do this, which is fine. But again, make, just make sure you understand that how payment is going to be rendered and don't assume that just because you sent your invoice via PayPal that you'll be paid that way. Always ask, never assume. Now, the fun part. What information should you have on your invoice. Now, look, y'all, this the part I'ma just really need you to pay attention because I've gotten some strange invoices and I'm just like, did you really put your Instagram handle as like the render payment name? Like, did you only put like, you know, your first and last name? No email address or mailing address where am I supposed to send you your money it's like y'all some of (laughs) y'all you know a little weird but again that's why we're here because I want everyone to win we are in this together I want all of us to get money together so really pay attention to this part because the the craziest thing is really when people put names like their middle name or nickname or social media handle I'm like does your bank know you as you know whoever no they gonna drop the net on you girl like and they gonna lock the doors because they gonna think you a scammer like what are you doing put who your bank knows you as even if we don't know you as that you need to indicate Okay, my name is such and such and such. And in parentheses, you can put whatever social media handle, if this is a social media-based partnership, you can put whatever handle is recognized, would be recognizable to the person. Um, It's interesting, a lot of uh, brands, they will reference people by their social media handle because they don't know their first and last name. But again, make sure you put put the information, put who the bank knows. Let's just do that. So, again, now we're going to tackle what should be on your invoice. If you're someone who is just getting your business and our freelance hustle started, you can look toward Microsoft Office or just the Internet in general to find invoice templates that you can use. Now, if you're using a template, please make sure you customize everything according to your brand, 
Make sure you're not leaving any of the placeholder language in there or the template colors unless they are similar or complementary to your personal or professional brand. I can absolutely tell when somebody just click, you know, invoice, professional invoice template and put and dropped in a couple lines, but didn't really try to, you know, tailor it to what they do. And I'm just like, really? But anyway, let's let's get into it. I'm just don't do that. If you're using a template, customize it. Make sure you do 16 proofread glances of it to make sure that you're not leaving anything behind. So do you have a logo for your business? If yes, you want to put that bad boy right at the top. If you don't, that's fine. It's not mandatory, but if you do have one, obviously you just want to make sure that you're coming across as a professional and that this is a professional document because, again, you're trying to get paid. So don't give anyone any reason to kind of look at your stuff sideways. You want to make sure that the word invoice is visible in large at a glance because if I'm somebody that's trying to give you money, I shouldn't have to, you know, skim a document 15 different ways to figure out that it's an invoice. Put that thing right at the top because this is all about making it easy for you to get paid. You should also have the date of issue, meaning when you're the day you're sending the invoice. Again, this is helpful for, you know, if there's a late payment, this is helpful for keeping all of your invoices organized. Um, Because if somebody's paying you late, you can say, okay, I sent this to you on this date. I'm supposed to get paid that date. Where my money? Don't do it like that, but you you know what I'm saying. Um, Invoice number. This is something that will help you keep track of your invoices internally. And it's also good for the person on the other end because they'll likely use that invoice number um, and put that on your check or however they're issuing payment as a reference, as a point of reference. You want to have your full name, the name that your parents gave you, the name that you then gave to the bank. You want to have your mailing address and your contact number and email. Again, you can add your social media handle next to your name as a point of reference, but don't only put that name if you can't walk into your bank and cash a check with it. Your mailing address should also be where you want to receive payment. I've gotten invoices where people are like, oh, I haven't received my check. You know, did you, where'd you send it? to the address you had listed on your invoice. What you talking about? Oh, no, I didn't want it. Well, how was I so... You, okay, don't do that. <laughs> it sounds funny, and even as I'm thinking that, I'm like, really? I can't believe these things happen, but they do. Um, so wherever you want that check to be received, you need to put it there. Um, make check out to... Again, this will indicate whether you want the check to be made out to you, your first name and last name, or the name of your business. And this is important because if you have a business account and you did not indicate that you can also cash checks with your first and last name, you will not be able to cash this check. And then you're going to have to jump through a whole lot of hoops in order to get your coin. Um, In this section, you should also list your PayPal email address. Now, When you have your contact information, you can list the email address you use, but 
I also suggest that if you do receive payment, you're open to receiving payment via PayPal, regardless of if this partner is paying you that way, put the email address that is associated with your PayPal account. A lot of people use one address for some things and have a separate address for PayPal. If that is you, make sure you put, if rendering payment via PayPal, please use this email. If you have, if you accept payment via other means such as Venmo, put your Venmo ID. Again, you want to have this information on your invoice just in case, regardless of how this particular partner is issuing your payment. Um, next to your PayPal information, you should also indicate that the brand or partner should pay any fees on their end so that these are not passed on to you. It can get a little tricky with PayPal sometimes where you're like, okay, well, I agreed on this and now I'm paying PayPal $50. So you got to then send me my $50 because what? Give me all my money. So there's now a way to pass those costs on to the brand so that you get every single penny of your money. And again, you can, in this section, again, this is the make checks out to section, and it sounds like a lot of information, but it's really only a couple of lines. But again, making it easy for people to pay you. Now, in this section, you can also indicate whether or not you accept personal checks personal story for me about six months into me first starting my company almost six years ago I had to sue somebody for fraud because they gave me a fake check and I at that moment I stopped accepting checks from people's personal checkbooks now it has to be a certified bank check which guarantees that the money is there I also don't accept cash payments because again, whenever someone has paid me like a deposit or their first payment in cash, they have never paid the balance. Like it's crazy to think that that's a real scenario. Of course you won't want cash, but when you're running a service-based business and primarily you're either being paid a project fee or a retainer fee, which are, you know, not small sums of money, it gets a little tricky. So to cut out all of the BS and all of the games, cut that certified check because if I need to track your ass down, I can. Okay. <laughs> Next, we go to the bill two section. Include the recipient or business's name. And again, this is something that you should have asked for before you created the invoice. Um, next, you'll have a description of the project or service and project fees. You don't need to write a paragraph here, but include a brief description of what you're being paid to do and what your rate is. If there are deliverables, say it's five Instagram posts, one website design, you know, one photo package, clearly list the deliverables so that there is no discrepancy, no questions about what you were supposed to do. Next, you'll have the, the subtotal and total amount. Usually these will be the same number, but sometimes if there's a late payment fee or some other charge for interest or tax or project extensions, it would be calculated here. Then the payment due date. Now, 
y'all play a lot of games when it comes to this payment due date. (laughs) Put the date that y'all agreed upon. Like, I've had conversations with people, and we've had written agreements that say, okay, you know, on behalf of clients, payment will be rendered on this date or at this time. And they'll still put immediately or ASAP in the payment due slot. And I'm like, but it is just not realistic. Like, you're not, that's not going to happen. I just told you. We went over this. So this underscores, again, the importance of having these conversations up front because you want to make sure that every piece of information on your invoice is accurate. And that payment due date is very important because, again, if people miss that, it needs to be the right date. So if we've agreed on net 30 and you have immediately and you follow up seven days after we've agreed to net 30, I'm looking at you crazy. Which we agree, don't do that. Put accurate information in every slot. So once you have, let's let's go over that again. So the information you should have on your invoice includes you. If you're again, if you're using a template, double check to make sure that you have cleaned out all of the placeholder text and any design element that isn't complementary to your brand. If you have a logo, put that at the top. If you don't, don't stress. It's okay. These people have already agreed to work with you. You'll be fine. The word invoice should be large and visible. You should have a date of issue. Just put the date. You don't have to put date of issue. You can. You don't have to. An invoice number because you want to start getting organized and keeping track of your payments. And I'm speaking that into existence because I just feel like y'all are about to get paid. Um, You want to have your full name, your mailing address of where you want to receive your payment, contact number, and an email in the make check make check out to section. You, want, you can include other information if you receive pay, PayPal payments. Put the email address of where you uh, uh, that's connected to your PayPal. Also, make an indication that the brand should pay for any fees if you accept or have any other payment rules. Um, if you have a Venmo ID, if you only accept certified checks, put that in that section. The bill to section should be the recipient's name a description of product, project and service and the project fee, the subtotal and total amount, and then the payment due date. Once you have all of this information, save the document under your first and last name and the word invoice. So I usually do, sometimes I do initial, so I may do S Holly underscore invoice and then the date. Um, I may also put the initials of the brand partner. So, for instance, if I'm working with Apple on a project, um, I would put S Holly underscore Apple invoice and then the date in numbers, you know, to make it small. Because, again, you want to make it easy for people paying you to find your invoice. And sometimes I have received invoices where the, f- the, the file is named invoice. And I'm just like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> but, again, also, save it as a PDF before you send it so that no changes can be made once it's finalized. In the last part, now that we've kind of gotten 
the those those tips out the way is when is an appropriate time for you to follow up regarding payment so okay you've submitted your invoice you've sent all of your deliverables but the deadline for payment hasn't passed yet can you follow up before that deadline has passed I say yes. If this is a new partnership, you can certainly send a gentle reminder email regarding payment a week before payment is due. But anything more than that, and you're now a nuisance and you could possibly jeopardize your chances of working with that brand or partner again. Like, don't be that guy that hits send on the invoice and then sends another email like, hey, just want you to know I just sent my invoice. Did you get it? And then a week later, you're like, hey, where my money? Where my coin? Don't be that guy. Now, if your payment is late, that's when you can have a conversation with your point of contact and really get an update on what's going on. But always try to give people the benefit of the doubt before you go trying to burn shit down. And that's it, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Hashtags and Stilettos. If you have any feedback or questions about this episode, feel free to comment on the episode's show note page or tweet me at Miss Success in my SS Success and use the hashtag Hashtags and Stilettos to join the conversation online. If you'd like to sign up for my upcoming Hashtags and Stilettos newsletter, text the word Hashtags to 444-999 on your smartphone and follow the instructions on your screen. My hope is that all of your invoices from here on out are flawless and that you all get your coins on time. So you best take heed, shall I proceed? I'ma throw shade if I can't get paid Blow you up to your girl like the army grenade You can slide on your ice like the escapade And itchy itchy yaya with the marmalade Who me? Not you Oh yes, who's he? I even dig your man's style But I love your profile Whisper in your ear, get you all shook up But don't blush Just keep this on the hush I know you see me on the video